This is. This is. Eric and Gord, what if we're right? Live, right now. Are you ready? Find, find and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. How dare you? Okay, I'll have to do an intro later, but hey, we're working on speaker and that's cool. Hi there. Happy Monday. It's October 12th, 2020. I'm Eric talking at you from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Subway. Subway. They have two things that are actually food. Where? Um, Next door? Probably. <laughs> at Mr. Sub? <laughs> How's it going, Gordon? I'm doing better, man. How you doing? I'm okay. I don't know if you heard today. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Hello, India. Um, thanks for telling your friends. Keep up the good work, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, India has taken over as our number one country of listenership. It's number one? It's number one. It surpassed Canada this weekend. Holy shit. Hello, so, India. Well, that's insane. That's that. Remember, I got us hooked up to that Indian site. Yeah, but still, it's the like holy the crap. Biggest podcasting site in India. But yeah, they've taken over as our number one country. Um, I was going to send you the numbers, and then I didn't. So thank you for that, Indian friends. Um, I don't know, Gord, if you caught this in the news or not, but apparently... Now, I haven't substantiated the whole story yet, but apparently uh, Subway can no longer refer to their bread as bread. I heard that. <laughs> uh, something to do with the massive amount of sugar that's in it. That's right. It's like 12 times the amount of sugar that's supposed to be considered bread. So, uh, yeah, one more thing. Like, their chicken can't be called chicken. Their bread can't be called bread. It's like pretty soon they're just going to have to either get some food on the menu or fucking give up. <laughs> <laughs> although That's... i do want to get a job there and then i i've always wanted to get a job there and then see if i could apply for an artist grant yeah well they <laughs> that's what they call you should be able to get a government arts grant what kind of art do you do i'm a sandwich artist <laughs> oh so you like make art with sandwiches yeah i work a fucking subway i make art with sandwiches <laughs> and pedophiles <laughs> Well, I don't uh, really make them with the pedophiles. The pedophiles just speak for them and represent the company. <laughs> um, if I can, kids, I want to go back and remaster some old episodes and re-release them in the next couple of months. I've been listening to some really old ones, and there's some damn good stuff in there. Oh, man, we got we, some great episodes. We were funny. Yeah, we were. I don't get the going, what happened. I've been going way, way back. Like first year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just listening to... Um, uh, it was our like basically our one year anniversary. Funny stuff. Oh, I miss That's it. That's awesome. I'm, I I miss the days when the world was funny and and we could make jokes. Yeah, remember those days? God, it seemed like a decade ago. I actually just made a T shirt that said, "I remember when things were funny." <laughs> I can't wait for the per first person to be offended by that. Oh, someone will be. I got. I made another one that's that's really great too. That's oh, I showed you the finger one. I sent you that. Yeah, I like and that. Then, <laughs> then I made another one that just said, "Let's make America less great again." 
<laughs> Actually, I saw a really great one. I wish I could take credit for it, but I couldn't. Um, and it says, Make America Great Again. And it's got a bunch of Native people standing in a circle, burning a bunch of white people tied to a stake. <laughs> so, I know a lot of people that would like to have that shirt. Make America Great Again. <laughs> That's how it's... Someone's out there doing God's work. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get in touch with soon-to-be Guinness World Record holder, record holders Eric and Gord, you can email us, GwynethPaltrowsVagina at gmail.com. Please do. We need your emails. We need some support. We need some uh, reviews on Apple, if you could do that, or Podchaser, or basically anywhere. Just throw us a review. A like, if you will. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the usual suspects. Uh, it'd be a big help. Yeah. It's great Absolutely. that you guys are listening in huge numbers. I really appreciate it. But uh, get involved a little bit. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't like, what you like, whatever. What you wear when you're sleeping. I don't care. Just send us something. <laughs> Tell us what you're wearing now. Tell us what you're wearing now. Guess what I'm wearing now. I bet you can't. <laughs> I can, but I don't want to. <laughs> and uh, anyone who does will get a pen, possibly. That's up to Canada Post, not me. Uh, still Gord's waiting. still waiting for his. <laughs> I wonder where the fuck they went. I'm starting to think I sent them to the wrong road. Um, We have a guest coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Gordon and I have to figure out when. Uh, sometime next week. Great guest. Um, he has a name. I'm sure I'll remember it any second now. He's a U.S. war veteran. Well, he's not a war veteran. He's a military veteran. He never made it to war. Um, while on active duty at, what's the one in Texas? Fort, Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg. I think that might be it. Mm. Um, or Fort Hood. Is that something? Hood, something Hood? Uh, Hood's a smaller one, yeah. Um, I think he was at Hood. Became very heavily addicted to LSD um, and did a lot of LSD while on active duty and was less than honorably discharged from the U.S. military. And he says cleaned up his life and he, he just talks about that. And uh, he asked if he could be on our show and I said, hell yeah. Um terrifies me to think that someone with a access to a bunch of guns Richard Kaufman is his name sorry access to all the America's military might and just wired on acid <laughs> that must have been fucking scary <laughs> uh, so Richard Kaufman will be joining us this week at some point uh, when basically whenever Gord can work it into his schedule uh, we will have him on and then one I want to start plugging really early on is um, something I'm doing on December 14th. It's a podcast called uh, Something Something, The Stories the stories We're Not Allowed to Tell or whatever. It's hosted by a woman named Ann Livingston, and it's a podcast all about just contrary opinions, opinions that aren't popular, um, things that... If you said them in public, you'd you'd get in a lot of trouble. Uh, basically, everything I say on this show. 
And <laughs> she just wants, she's like, do you have an opinion that might be different than everybody else's? I'm like, every opinion. Every single one is that. Uh, so I'll be doing that December 14th. Um, Very cool. And that'll be just in time to promote our wicked, wicked cool run for the Guinness record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those of you who don't know, uh, tentatively dated December 18th, Gordon and I are going to break the Guinness World Record for the longest live uninterrupted webcast. Uh, The current record is 52 measly hours. Me and Gord are going to do a 12,000. No, we're going to do 60. We're going to do 60 hours of this show all in a row, uninterrupted. We've got some great guests lined up from other podcasts, some former guests of the show, maybe even some music. It's going to be a big, big deal. We're raising money for Gord's charity, uh, which, Gord, I forget what we're raising money for. Why don't you? Uh, For the uh, Milton Hospital. Milton Hospital. I don't know how I forgot that. I should be able to. I should write that down. (laughs) <laughs> uh, raising money for the Milton Hospital, and then we are also raising money here in Kelowna for a uh, Find Your Stride, I believe is the one we're going with. And it is a charity that helps women who are down on their luck reintegrate into the workforce. Um, they get you all, they give you clothes, they give you interview skills, they do up your resume for you. They they do everything they can possible to, to get women back working that's very cool um i think it's a cool charity um and it's not just like oh it's not like a job bank or something gay they they figure out what you want to do and they they train you and dress you and prepare you for success so we are going to be raising money for them and uh having some pre-christmas fun very cool my work is already decked out and selling Christmas crap. We're in full Christmas mode. Good God. Really? Yeah. You know what? I, I say it jokingly, but it's really not. Uh, they don't exist. Holidays, it's just like this big gap from Labor Day to Valentine's Day, and it's called the holidays. And it's all just become one, like, briefly interrupted by Black Friday and fucking... Cyber Monday and goddamn yeah. boxing boxing month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that's just yeah. We already know that that's just is getting extended and extended and extended. Well yeah, it's now Black Friday week, boxing month. <laughs> what the fuck? Just It's just so out of control. Why don't you just make your shit cheap all year round and then people could just shop every day? Why do it like this and torture everybody? I don't. I don't know. Because that would make too much sense. They it bugs me. I was going to have a today in history ready for us, but due to circumstances beyond my control, I do not. But I do actually, believe it or not, have some news stories that I wanted to bring up. Oh, so I have one that I'm dying to talk about. Why don't we start with yours? Because it sounds probably more exciting. Well, we love NASA so much on this show. Just their Such math program. Well, NASA, for the last um, couple of weeks, has been talking about this uh, particular um, um, asteroid that they, the way they sort of figured it out when they were following the director is that they actually thought that it would 
uh, actually stick with our like with the earth it would actually go around the planet and use the gravitational pull and then shoot off again i remember hearing about this or you and i talked about it or something you told me about it something like that that's right yes well they've id'd it and it's a piece of an old rocket from a spaceship oh god of course it is (laughs) (laughs) i mean Really, guys? <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, how how did they find the idea? Oh, they got a picture of it. <laughs> Couldn't you have done that, like, years ago? Well, see, that's the thing I don't understand. You can get pictures of fucking faraway planets and solar systems and shit that's, like, billions and billions of light years away. But yet, in the next coming few like, I can't remember how long it, when the thing was supposed to happen, but just to give an idea, the um, it's 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 uh, it's an old rocket from a failed moon landing mission fifty four years ago that's <laughs> finally making its way back home. <laughs> it takes it takes three days to get to the moon, but it takes fifty four years to get back. Yep, that's rough. It made it out to a certain point, caught a gravitational pull, and got, and then flipped back. Weird. <laughs> uh, way to go! I I would like to think it's because we cut their funding, but maybe it's taken fifty years to get back to the moon because those fucking boneheads just actually can't. <laughs> they don't know how. The first time was a fluke, and they've just been <laughs> lying for fifty years. Maybe this that's why they've time. never gone back. I don't doubt that we went to the moon. I don't believe the conspiracy theories. In fact, I think they're pretty stupid. But there's a chance we just fucking fluked and we can't do it again. <laughs> That's what oh, I'm thinking. Man. Besides, well, after same... talking, to, after our most recent con- conversation with Roger Nygaard, I've lost all hope in space travel anyway. Well, yeah, well, that, that, that that's going to happen a lot. um there we go um the um what the the, what caught this the attention i said when they first thought that it was an actual what caught their attention thinking wait but something's off with this was the fact that it has a near circular orbit around the sun very similar to earth we're like well wait a minute no asteroid fucking goes around that and then so that was the first flag. <laughs> and then, you know, the fact that, you know, it's not a fucking asteroid would have been the second one. Yeah, that's the part that blows me away. Like, they they found dark matter, but they can't figure out that it's their own fucking ship floating around. <laughs> it's an asteroid. It's got an American flag on it. Yeah. And the other big, so the, the, there are three reasons why they came to them. One is because of the orbit. I thought, well, that's weird. The second was because it's actually on the the same plane as Earth, not tilted above or below, which is another red flag because nothing that means it's based. That really just means it came from Earth, because <laughs> um, asteroids always come by at you know, weird angles, right? Because they're coming from all over the fucking place. Um, and the last thing that it's approaching Earth at about one thousand five hundred miles an hour, which is very slow <laughs> by asteroids. Yeah, then. that's not going to have the kind of impact we're hoping for. That's going so slow that it would probably not even burn up in the atmosphere. <laughs> like, 
that would just sort of lightly fall in. <laughs> so well, so I'm glad go. they figured it out. And is it supposed <laughs> to? What's going to happen to it? Is it going to come to Earth, or is it just going to float around forever, or what? Uh, no, it's not going to. It's not expected to hit. So it's just supposed to come to us and then fly out again. Well, there you go. And I'm sure pretty soon that's going to be what we do with all of our garbage. So I get used to seeing things like that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I thought that was genius. It, it just goes into show with their whole idea of like, oh, well, the asteroid is either 12 feet or 86 feet. You know, exactly. we're not sure which one. You know, it's just the same fucking crap. I'm, I'm surprised we don't just shoot our garbage into space. Not that I know that we don't, but I'd be surprised to find out that we haven't been. Yeah. Well, as soon as they figure out a cheaper way of doing that, I'm sure it'll be the first thing they'll do. Oh, yeah. 100%. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I just, I have no faith in that organization. So what they're saying, I'm just sort of keep reading on this thing. So what they're saying is they think that the object will spend about four months circling Earth once it's captured in mid-November before shooting back into its own orbit around the sun next March. Why wouldn't they plan on retrieving it? I guess it's too much to retrieve, and it'll just hopefully burn up in the sun. Yeah, I'm assuming so. I don't know. Get Elon up there to grab it. What I don't get is, is does that mean that this thing, for four months, this thing is going to be spinning around our fucking planet for four months? I guess so. Well, then how does it get released? Um... That doesn't make any sense. You don't just be doing an orbit around something, then all of a sudden just be like, "Hey, fucking amount." <laughs> like that's just that's just not the way that works. The tilt of the Earth it lets it out at some point. I I don't. <laughs> it makes sense, kind of, like because your orbit goes you 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 get further and further away. At some point, it gets really weak and just lets you go. I would think. Yeah, I guess. But, well, until, yeah. but it's just this one sweet spot where it either lets you go or you get caught up and do another four months. Mm. I would think. Well, I would like to know if, like, maybe if, like, the Earth hit, like, a massive earthquake, if that would shift the Earth just slightly all of a sudden. Okay, no, now it's permanent. Every night you're going to see this thing floating by. <laughs> that could happen. Are we going to get to see it while it's floating around? Uh, no idea yet. Um, um, Oh, no, it's probably too small. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, even on size, like, because most of the asteroids we see that even burn up in the atmosphere, they're tiny, like tiny, tiny, tiny. This thing is still pretty big. It's like fucking 32 feet long. Jeez. So it is fairly large. So um, if it were to get into our atmosphere, it would probably cause one motherfuck of a light show. Huh. Well... Stay tuned for that, kids. I'm sure if they say it's not going to happen, it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's that's just the faith I have in NASA. I always thought they were geniuses. I'm really learning they're not at all. They're dumb, dumb people. They they, they seem to pro- prove that quite a bit. That's all I know. Um, maybe Trump was onto something, or no? Trump's funding them. Who was it? Uh, was it Bush or Obama that defunded them? Uh, Obama. Yeah, I guess maybe he knew. He's like, I'm not funding these guys. They're a bunch of idiots. Have you heard their math? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I was upset with Seriously. him for that decision at the time, but now it's making perfect sense. 
Obama was just like, why are we giving these jackasses money? <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, so there you go. That, that's, that's for you, my friend. Good stuff. I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing that. I I hope it just does something terrible, like just fucking it doesn't do whatever they say, and it just comes right through the atmosphere and smashes through one of NASA's windows or something. <laughs> Who's like one evil person that's still going around the planet? If it just landed on them, that'd be great. Um, it's it's a toss up right now between one of the Uns or the Kim Jongs and uh, Meng Wanzhou. Well, maybe we can get the two of them in a room together and just hope that it peeks on through and hits them. Meng Wanzhou, who hit the news again today for me, because it's been a while since I've seen this lovely lady in the mm, news. What's she up to? Well, it's not her specifically. It's today the Chinese government spoke up and lashed out against Canadian accusations that the detention of the two Michaels has anything to do with her extradition case. They said, no, that's outrageous. We would never do anything like that. Ah, fuck out of here. For those of you who may not know what I'm talking about, which is 95% of the country because nobody talks about these dudes but me, in December of 2018, uh, Huawei chief financial officer and daughter of the founder of Huawei, Meng Wanzhou, was arrested and detained at uh, Vancouver's airport and is now awaiting extradition to U.S. to face fraud charges. Now, a matter of days after she was detained... Um, Canadian diplomat Michael Corvig and businessman Michael Spaver were detained in China. Uh, they were, they have yet to receive consular visits or lawyer visits or anything like that. And they're just being held with no explanation. The Chinese government maintains that both men were engaged in activities that endanger Chinese national security. And not just happen to be in Canada and they grabbed a couple of Canadians because we grabbed their girl. <laughs> uh, couldn't, been... couldn't possibly be that. Over the course of two years now, this happened December 18th. Gordon and I started covering it December 19th of 2018. And we're the only ones who've been talking about it since then. Um, but uh, these two guys have just been rotting in a Chinese prison. Um with no help from anyone, everyone has denied us helping. The Chinese said today that anyone, no one will help, and, and asking for help is futile, and we should just stop asking for help because no one's going to help us. Um, <laughs> referring to like other nations, and if other nations do help us, there'll be repercussions on them. And apparently, uh, Beard had a call with Trump and said, "Ha ha, you got COVID. Help us." <laughs> and Trump said, "Yeah, he, he'll help us," which means no, no, he won't. Um, but no. he said he'd help. I don't know. But these two guys haven't done anything. They've yet to see a lawyer. Two years they've been running in jail. Almost three, really. Uh, no, exactly two, I guess. Almost exactly two years they've been running in a Chinese jail with no help. Now that the Chinese are saying they couldn't get to see their lawyers because of COVID, like that's why they haven't had lawyer visits. Like, COVID wasn't around. December yeah. of 2018, you lying bastards. <laughs> so that's a good... We were about to give them a lawyer, but then COVID hit. So That yeah. makes me think, oh, they couldn't see a lawyer because of COVID. That makes me think you had COVID in 2018 and you were just waiting for it. 
That's exactly right. Waiting for Maybe the Maybe they tested date. COVID on the two Michaels. I wouldn't doubt it. Apparently, they're okay. As okay as you could be in a Chinese prison. <laughs> um, which uh, is the to only say thing I know about alive. Chinese prisons is uh, that uh, when Homer and Bart Simpson from The Simpsons were in prison, um, they they complained about how hellish it was, but they were, you know, they they spent all day just like relaxing and yeah. chilling out and exactly. you know wearing komodos. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong; I'm a big fan of some of the Chinese prison stuff. Their organ harvesting program, I think, is genius. Fully agree. No organ donor waits in China. Uh, or organ recipient. Anyone needing an organ is what I mean to say. If you need mm-hmm. an organ, you don't wait in China like you do here. It's not like 10 years while they find a donor. They got millions of donors. <laughs> Usually Canadian businessmen who've done nothing wrong. but <laughs> Nonetheless. Um, if you could, I think that's fine. If you go to jail, you get your, you know, one of the deals is you lose an organ while you're there. I think that's a great deterrent to, to crime. I wouldn't do crime if I was going to come out short of kidney or something. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you go with there. You're like, hey, so we need a left arm, both your eyeballs, and uh, one left butt cheek. Imagine great. if they made it like a deal. Okay, you've been sentenced to 25 years. Now, that could be 10 years in a kidney. That's up to you. <laughs> and half your spleen. Your Ten years of kidney, half a spleen. What are you? What are we looking at? <laughs> Seven years, and we take both your legs. <laughs> that would be a good thing. Like, oh, if you go to jail, like you have to lose an organ. Then <laughs> your the length of your sentence depends on what you want to give up. Oh, that's brilliant. That's actually not bad at all. I think we should implement that. Like, how many years off your sentence is your eyesight worth? <laughs> Um, that's fucking brilliant. No one would commit crime. Why would you do a crime if you thought that was the deal? Oh, genius. Yeah, I wish I hadn't bad. said that on the air now. Someone's going to steal that. <laughs> hey, North Korea, uh, guys, I just made fun of. Chicky, who's going to take over for dude? Give us a call. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gmail.com. I want to discuss something with you. <laughs> An idea I have. I want to work a deal out with North Korea. I want to be on their side before they get crazy. Crazier. <laughs> Eric Eric and Gord, I'm not saying we're endorsing anything going on in North Korea, but I uh, if if you want to chat, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gmail.com. Uh, uh what else do I have for you? That was China. Anyway, it's bullshit. Of course they were kidnapped because of her. Um we still haven't sent her to America for her. Her fraud trial. She's rotting away in a Canadian prison. Oh, no, wait. She's in her $17 million mansion in Vancouver. <laughs> under well, she arrest. did get taken away from the, was it $26 million mansion? Oh, no, that was her choice. That was her choice. She There was, there was too much media hanging around outside. She didn't like that. <laughs> I just couldn't hide out in the 133 rooms. She doesn't even fucking live here. She just has those mansions as for when she like stops over. They're like her, her stopover mansions. How fucking crazy rich is she? That crazy rich. She's got a seventeen million dollar house that she just chills in while she's waiting for her connecting flight. That's ridiculous. 
I actually know a couple. I, I did landscaping for a couple who does that. They have a $9 million house in Vancouver because they don't like hotels. They live in Toronto, but they don't like to stay in hotels. So they bought a $9 million house for one they're in town. <laughs> Fucking hell. They wouldn't let me live there. <laughs> I asked them many, many times. Like, how many times do you come to town? Well, once or twice a year. Let me live in your $9 million house. It's just sitting there empty. No. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> uh, um, have you ever heard of the judge Michael Conahan? Michael Conahan, or Max Kaivarella? Kai uh, no, and I can't Google as fast as you, so I'll just let you tell me about them. Well, in 2008, these guys were both uh, charged for um, accepting money in return for imposing harsh. Uh, um, sentences on juveniles oh, to yeah. increase occupancy, occupancy for four pres, uh, for-profit detention centers. Oh, um, yeah. That's they disposed happen. of thousands of kids and extended stays in youth centers for offenses as trivial as mocking an assistant pri- principal on MySpace oh, yeah, or trespassing in a vacant building. Straight to jail with you. Um, the one guy, uh, Connor Conahan, he pled guilty to one count of racketeering conspiracy was sentenced to 17 and a half years in federal prison. The other guy was like, fuck you, I'm going to trial. So he went to trial. He got convicted of 12 of the 39 counts and got sentenced to 28 years in prison. Holy crap. Could you imagine being a judge in prison? Like how many times a day do you get fucked in the butt? Constantly, constantly. You're the one who sentenced half the people there. Oh, it's got to be terrifying. Yeah. Um. The reason this even came to mind, or it came to my attention, because there's a post on social media, and they they mentioned on the post because you know these Facebook posts are always fucking wrong. Um. It only mentioned the Michael Conahan, and it said that he got 28 years. Well, I mean, they didn't even get that part of the fucking story right. <laughs> no. But you know, nonetheless, I mean, nothing's right. Um, but yeah, so the whole thing, when the video sort of started, uh, he was, um, uh, he was, he was coming out during the, the court proceedings and this woman came, comes up to him in front of all the media and starts yelling and fucking screaming at him saying, my fucking kid is dead because of you. Uh, what happened was, was her son was pulled over for, he was 16 years old and was pulled over for, um, for running a stop sign. And this judge um, threw the book at him and uh, sentenced him to like all these years in youth and federal prison time. And the kid ended up committing suicide. Of course, because uh, he just because he just he wasn't a criminal. He didn't. He's not meant and designed to go to prison, and he's just a kid. And so he killed himself. And what, that's what are you the bribing started. a judge with? Like, don't they make insane money already? Yeah, but once you make a lot of money, your only goal is to make more money. Like, what are you? What is it that you're convincing a judge? How much do judges make in Canada? Eighty-six thousand a year. Well, that's that's decent. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. U.S. court judge. Low is two hundred thousand a year. So you're already making 200000 a year. What the fuck is someone bribing you with? They must have dirty pictures of you with a niece or something to get you to do this shit. I bet it happens all the time. I would argue these guys are just the ones who got caught. 
I could imagine people go to judges all the time for either leniency or the other. Like, like you, people must be bugging judges all the time to change decisions and and do shit like this. I bet you, I bet you, it, it, one in three judges has to make these decisions every day. I guarantee. Yeah, I'd um, have to assume so. Um, they're probably constantly being bugged by people, mob people, and stuff. Uh but really, you're you're already making two hundred thousand. Like, how? You must just be sadistic and just hate kids or something to to even agree to something like that. You'd have to. Like, there's no, there's just there's just no reason whatsoever why you'd be sitting there going, "Oh, this is a ten year old kid who doesn't like his fucking principal." Perfect. We're gonna go to put you in jail for fucking three years. I'm all for it. I I'm all for stronger <laughs> sentences. I think sentences are pathetic especially in canada um but not not the kids and not like not unjustly no do it for an actual crime like something real and if you're a judge who's breaking the law like i think whatever a normal person would get you should have to get like three times like i was just thinking at least triple yeah like you you're the one person on earth who literally should know better than anybody yeah exactly and you're appointed because you've been such a stellar lawyer and shit you've been such a awesome like officer of the court that you get the honor of being a judge and then you just go and fucking dishonor that like by being a freaky deaky dude Hmm. i think you should be like that's just it's like prison guards in in female prisons who like take advantage of them and shit like yeah it's the same thing just uh, t- fuck. Oh, I get mad when people mess with kids. I fully agree. Especially with a sixteen-year-old dude, he's probably a good kid. Scared, so so scared he has to kill himself. Like, how fucking terrified do you have to be that you think killing yourself is a better alternative? Yeah. Oh. That's fucked. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. Now, on the lighter side, um, I don't have the news thing in front of me, but there's uh, a guy very recently who was uh, um, charged with um, he was still like he was only in prison, like being held until he goes to court. Um, But he was in charge, been charged with um, having sex with a 10 month old baby. What? And broke its ribs and something else during the act. Um, So they. He got caught, and apparently it's basically an open-shut fucking case. But uh, after this guy went into fucking prison, um, like just after he got in there, he was fucking killed by, like, week one. Well, yeah, of course. Got fucked over by everybody in prison who knew about this guy coming in. That, I think, is just justice, in my opinion. Mm. Saves a tremendous amount of money, time, hardship, heartache for everybody involved. He got what he deserves. I'm I'm good with that. I'm not saying prisoners are good. They're not. They're terrible people. That's why they're in prison. But what happens in there, I think is their fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> really if you, if you don't if you don't like it, don't go there. Don't yeah. do crime. If you don't like the way shit goes down in jail, don't do crime. That's <laughs> that's the whole point. So if you choose to do crime, then anything beyond that point, that's on you. And I am not helping you. See, I still like the idea of prison for 12 hours a day, seven days a week. 
you're you are doing very hard physical labor. I don't even think it has to be hard physical. Like, I mean, obviously give them all the shittiest jobs, but if you get one of the cushier ones where you're just picking up garbage on the highway or something, that's cool too. But they should all be working. Well, that's, I fully agree. Yeah. They should be working every day. Yeah. And you don't get paid for it. No. That's your cry. That's your, that's your, that's your sentence. That's what you do. You don't get paid for it. Fuck you. You don't get paid. You're not there to get a collect a paycheck. You're there to do time. You fucked up. Therefore, you do time. I think and the our, reason why I say our labor laws are so labor. fucking um, the way our labor laws are now written, I think they have to get paid. Um, now it could be commissary or whatever. You know, you get paid in prison snacks. I don't think they should get cash, but I think you have to oh. pay them legally. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean it has to stay that way. No, I but I, just I don't. I don't did. mind them earning prison smarties or whatever they want. I don't. I don't know. I don't mind that. They should be working so fucking hard, but by by the time they're done work, they just want to go home and go to fucking sleep. They'll go back to their cell and go to sleep. That's it. You're not going to see people fucking riding. You're not going to see people because they're going to be too tired. Yeah. There's no time to ride. I'm fucking exhausted. I don't have time to be fucking riding. I don't have time to be stabbing a guy because he called me a goof. I'm going to bed. Yeah. It's a great idea. It It should absolutely. There's no reason why that wouldn't work. It does work. It's already proven. Uh, there's a, a prison in uh, uh, Arizona um, where they live in tents. Um, they're like in the middle of the fucking desert, but they, they basically live in tents on this compound. And all day, every day, all they basically do is go out and dig and fucking smash rocks. And they wear pink jumpsuits. Yeah, that's a big thing, wearing uh, calming colors and shit. Mm. Well, no, he the when you talk to the guy who owns the prison because it's a private run prison, and and the thing with this prison is, he goes they wear pink because it's demoralizing for most of these guys. It's plain and simple. It's there to you're there. You are not there. You do not want to enjoy to be here. No, they you have shouldn't. Ninety eight, no, ninety eight or ninety nine percent non return rate. So if you do time in that prison, if you get sent to that prison because you're that much of a piece of shit, you get assigned to that prison. Any crime you commit anywhere in the U.S. where you go to jail, you are going back to that jail automatically. Right. And they're at like a 98 or 99% success of people, of not people returning. Yeah, I fully agree with you should not enjoy it. It shouldn't be an alternative. There shouldn't be people who want to go there for dental work. Exactly. Dental work should be a dude with a pair of fucking pliers. Well, no, I don't want to get into, like, torture and <laughs> there's your, shit. There's but... your dental work. Oh, your tooth hurts? Let me rip it out. Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely fucking work them, work them, work them. Get all the shit we can't do, don't want to do. Get them yep. doing it. Get them out patching potholes and fixing our shit. Saving us Absolutely. money. Why do we have municipal workers, the highest paid workers in the world? And, like, city workers, I'm saying? Yeah. Why aren't we... And they do what? They fuck they, all the jobs up anyway. Why don't we have prisoners doing those jobs and for free? And then those guys don't get paid. And then, oh, look, our budget is wide open all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, look, we can't afford daycare for everybody. Why? Because we're not providing daycare for fucking criminals. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, in, and if you're in prison, if you think you're going to get the right to vote under, my fuck, under our fucking rule, yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, they're already you trying lost to the that. right to fucking vote. 
apparently uh, our new conservative leader, O'Toole, that's one of his things. That will never pass. No. Because you don't lose your citizenship, and every citizen has the right to vote. You don't lose your citizenship by going to jail. So I think well, then maybe that's something else. Then you lose your citizenship. You are known as a nomad while you're in prison. You have well, no stature until you leave. But what 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 happens when you leave? Then it's it's too and much. Of, it's too complicated. Back. Just every time when you go up on your file, there's a gap. If you're in prison for four years. There's a gap. It just says void. <laughs> well, then they can't collect taxes from you for those four years, so that wouldn't work. But then again, and then you get into the thing. Um, a guy broke into my house and raped my daughter, so I killed him. And I go to jail for it. I lose my citizenship. I lose my right to vote. You're still in jail. Yeah. I was totally do the crime, justified. Do the time. But it's not, it, it's not a crime. A dude's raping my daughter, so I killed him. I'm not going to. It's still I'm, a crime. Okay, so I'm just going to let him get away with that rape so that I can Never say anything of it. Say, but you should accept that fucking charge. I would. I would take that fucking charge and go to jail happy because you'd be treated like a king in there. Well, no, you don't get treated like anything. You work like a fucking dog until you're too tired to get treated like a king, right? Yeah, but these people will be less likely to commit the crimes in the first place knowing it's not some fucking just going to go in there and get a whole bunch of meals and sit around and yeah, watch TV all fucking Yeah, day. but this isn't a crime. I fucking saved my daughter's life mm-hmm. and got to, got thrown in jail for it. Now, I get worked like an animal. I'm too tired to do anything, and I've lost my citizenship forever. Um, not forever, just for as long as you're in there. Okay, so it's a better alternative now is to encourage me to just let my daughter get raped and killed because prison is that bad that I should do that. I should just let my daughter get killed instead of... Justifiable homicide should exist in Canada. It doesn't, but it should. See, then this is where it just gets into a big what should, you know? No problem. What should Let's go through a case by case. No problem. I have no problems making that decision. None whatsoever. It would be a logistical nightmare to go through case by case, unfortunately. Did somebody break into your home? Yeah, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> he broke into your home. Done. Justifiable. Uh, see, again, nothing, nothing can be absolute like that. Why? why, why what, what possible reason do you have to say, well, I had to break into this guy's home? What? He kidnapped my kid and was holding them in, the, in his home. So I broke into his home. Saving somebody. Completely different. Oh, see? It but now it's completely different. 30 seconds ago, it was absolute. 30 seconds ago, it was absolute. He broke into your house. Cut, absolute cut. You said 30 seconds ago. You're already changing your mind. You see how difficult this would be in court? And also what I said. Case by case. Did I not say that before that? I said case by case. Yeah, but you said absolute, and then you changed your mind instantly. Because I didn't think about that one. So I mean, it was obviously, it would have to be. Yeah, I, I, this effect, would be all day, every day. This case argument we're having, case. this would be court. All this day, every day, we would be having these arguments. Case by case. But every case, case by case, would take you, it would be 9 million years before anything got resolved in this country. You would have 600 cases a day. And then the appeals would be ridiculous. 
it, it's impossible. It's it's a nice thought. None of that changes what's going impossible. on already, anyways. What appeals and all that other shit. None of that changes to what's already happening. So that would be a null and void argument. I'm not saying it changes to what's happening. What's happening is bullshit. But yeah. your way just makes it bullshit with a worse punishment at the end. Still fine with it. Yeah, you might be fine with it. The rest of the world absolutely wouldn't be. At that point, it's easier to just kill everybody. Why bother with the court cases at all? That can be discussed. (laughs) There are too many opportunities for that kind of shit to get fucked up. Unfortunately, it's a great idea. Any solution is better than what we're dealing with. Literally. You would think. But, again, <laughs> no, not any solution is better. That's this is one of those statements that you make, but you don't <laughs> totally believe in. <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck criminals. Whatever. Don't care. Yeah. Well, we got to do something. <laughs> to, it would be nice to just not have to do it because people just didn't do crime. Which is supposed to be the point of prison, but when it became fucking free healthcare and free dental and fucking you get to go to court and argue that you can't see your fucking TV from your bunk. (laughs) They they took away my Netflix. (laughs) That was the bacon. Actually, I should be nice. He's getting out. I should shut up about him. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, did you know, um, I I kind of heard about this years ago. Um, but I've never actually known about the story. Um, did you know that in, um, what the fuck was it? Is it uh, 1969, there was a fucking plane that got hijacked. And pretty much everybody on the plane, for most of the whole thing, actually thought the whole thing was a fucking prank. So nobody um, took the hijackers seriously. Here's the reason why. They all thought that they were actually on the show Candid Camera because Alan Funt, who is the uh, presenter of the show, was actually on the plane. <laughs> that's awesome. So everybody's like, oh, well, fucking if he's here, obviously this is a Candid Camera thing. This is fucking great. This isn't true at all. Oh, so nobody paid attention. Nobody cared. Of course. Like, <laughs> What would you do if you were on a plane that got hijacked and you saw Aston Kutcher in the corner? You'd instantly be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm being punked. I'm being punked, yeah. All right. <laughs> this is the best, big, this is the biggest punk ever. Holy fuck, a whole plane? That's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just thought that was genius. <laughs> I miss Candid Camera. Although punk it's way better than punks. the versions they have out now. Punked was decent. He did some yeah, good punk. ones. Yeah, yeah, there's no denying. Did some really good ones. I just love when you see how certain celebrities reacted to these these incidents. That's what got made it so amazing. Oh, the best was when he said he he, he got the IRS to raid Timberlake's house and said like yeah. Timberlake had never paid taxes ever, and they just started <laughs> pulling shit out of his house and loading it into trucks. He was crying. <laughs> oh, so good shit. That's mean. That's a mean one, man. <laughs> Well, certain celebrities, they're on to you really easily. So, you I mean, you got to nail them big in order to make it work. <laughs> That's cruel. Some people though. are smart. 
Like you think he tried he went... pranking Mila Kunitz like six times before he finally was able to actually get her. Well, when you're living with her, it's probably harder, dipshit. <laughs> a little more difficult, right? <laughs> Honey, I have this idea. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> what are you working on? Our next episode. I'm going to pray. Shit. <laughs> Your husband's going to look so dumb when I'm through with Oh, wait. <laughs> I hear he's a, he's a douche. I've just I've been hearing recently. He's a well. Why dude. not? Ellen's a Ellen's a bitch. He's a douche. Whatever. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Assume they all are. Ellen's a bitch. Oh, shocking. <laughs> Fuck. Do you ever fucking do you know who Ellen is? Of course she's a Jesus Christ. Like, have you never watched her show? Like, I mean, Jesus. Didn't you watch her she, sitcom? She says fucked up shit to people all the time on her own show. Her stand-up, her her sitcom in the 90s, like, she was not a happy woman. <laughs> Nor should she be. She got pulled off the air because she was gay. Yeah. I'd be a bitch, too. <laughs> and I would definitely run my show like an iron fucking fist. Well, that I'm not going to waste another episode going off about that, but shut up. You work on the Ellen show. You have no idea what work is. <laughs> Ellen makes me chew gum before I speak to her. Oh, I used to have up. a boss that literally would check if you had your steel toes on with a fucking ball-peen hammer. Every day you had to stand in a line. And he came. He, he called me, fuck you. He did, and I swear to God that's true. His name was Gino. And Gino would check your boots, and every morning I go, how you doing, Gino? And you go, how am I doing? Fuck you, that's how I'm doing. Get in line. <laughs> and then he'd smash your toes with a hammer to see if you're wearing your steel toes or not. Oh, that's genius. That's good. My hand to God, that's true. I won't but you know what, company, though? Did you ever not wear your fucking there. safety shoes? <laughs> and, well, once. No, yeah. I didn't. I always had my safety shoes. Um, but the thing was, like, you think uh, Ellen didn't like the way you made her coffee, so she yelled at you? Wait till she takes a hammer to your fucking toes, and then you can whine to me about how rough your day is. And that was the best part of our day. That was the that was seven a.m. It, it was he was still in a good mood at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His day hasn't been ruined yet. <laughs> fucking Ellen, talk to me in a manner I didn't appreciate. <laughs> Fuck, you should be in Gord's prison. Gord's prison is for you guys. Yeah, it is. Anyone who whines <laughs> about Ellen was mean, she should be canceled. Anyone who says someone should be canceled, you immediately go to that jail that Gord just described. That's right. It's just that it's just that again, it's just that simple. <laughs> Fucking people. <laughs> There's going to be two jails. There's going to be jail for the regular criminals and then jail for your whiny fucking man bun pricks. And that <laughs> one's going to be worse, in case you're wondering. <laughs> um, I, this Lex little fact I found uh, pretty great, especially considering the situation we're stuck in with COVID and everybody saying that all germs are bad and we should be a hundred percent germ free and bacteria free at all times. No, we Ask shouldn't. Ask Howie Mandel about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, he is a fucking germaphobe, that boy. Oh, man. He's also destroyed himself. He gets all kinds of weird warts and shit because he used so much hand sanitizer. He doesn't have any bacteria on his hands that, like, the good bacteria that protect you from weird shit. Yep. And he's got all kinds of health problems because of his germ-free nature. Anyway, he's very open about it. Um, oh, yeah. No, sorry, he, he came clean about that, like, about 10 years ago. Um, yeah, he came clean. That was. That's funny. <laughs> Didn't even mean that fun. Um, but just to give an idea, folks, of bacteria as an example, a person adds around 37 million bacteria to a room Every hour they're in it. That's cool. Most of that bacteria spikes in a room coming from the uh, uh, coming from a person as a result of stirring up the room's current bacteria, as well as adding your own. Hmm. So just by walking into a room, you walk into a room like you come into a room, you you, you sit down or you do something. First hour, thirty-seven million bacteria. You just add, you just stirred up and added to. That's cool. Yeah. And you know what's and you know what happens when you walk into a room and sit down somewhere? Nothing. That's what happens. You have a conversation with somebody, you put it in your fucking computer, you do whatever. Nothing happens. You don't get sick from it. You don't die from it. Shut the fuck up. I'm sure somebody has. Somebody somewhere has. I would have to assume. There's a lot of weird deaths out there. Anyway, no, I'm not arguing with you. I think it's ridiculous, yeah. but um I don't understand how people, these this new generation that just turns their back on years and years of science. Now, I know we make fun of a science on this show quite often because it's incomplete and weird. But you can't turn your back on the obvious uh, things that we've, like the the advancements we've made that actually work. And we know they work and they're proven and and, well, as proven as things get in our world like and this new generation just like vaccines we we eliminated things for years they didn't exist and now all these anti-vaxxers come along and now they exist again it's like how do you just turn your back on that Mm. and like we know there's good bacteria we know there's bad bacteria we know nothing happens when you when you walk into a room and sit down even though there's bacteria swirling in the air like and we know we need those to survive and yet people are just like no I disagree with that. I think we should be in a totally sterile environment at all times. Like, how do you just turn your back on shit? And why do people give them the time of day? That's a great question. I would, I don't even want an answer for that question because they don't deserve the time of fucking day. You're, you're an idiot. Exactly. Why are we? You're the type of person that if you're the type of person that looks at a bottle of bleach and because there's a no, there's not a warning label on it, you're going to drink it. You should drink the bleach. If you can read if you are able to read and you look at a bottle of bleach and think that's a good idea chug it it is as much as you can possibly get into your system i don't understand thin out the stupid people i don't get people no i don't well i do i get people very well i don't get why we're entertaining these retards and their retarded ideas yeah that's on us, though. So that's true. <laughs> Still, fucking hell. <laughs> oh man! Um, did you know that lobsters have teeth in their stomach? Probably. They Don't they eat rocks do? and shit? 
um, well, they can ingest them and it passes. They sort of passes through. Um, but they actually, what they do is they actually just tear off chunks of, so food goes in whole and it actually chews up when it actually hits their tummies. Now there's a plural on that because lobsters have two stomachs. Oh, of course. So jealous. I want to be a lobster now. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Feed me more, and then one day I'm in a pot. <laughs> you do not want to be a lobster. <laughs> I don't think I'd complain too much. I wouldn't know any better, that's for sure. Yeah, but you'd be immortal. And I'm okay with that. Memory, but you brought that up before. Yes, I did. Yes, that's right. Just, don't, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um you know in um there was a in 1912 there was a french orphanage orphanage that held a raffle want to guess what first prize was um wine and cheese <laughs> a baby <laughs> oh yeah of course that's how they the, their raffle was what they how, they once the, whoever won the raffle they carried out an investigation on the winners to make sure that they were suitable parents. Hmm. That's weird. Not. Nah, that's. I'm. I, I mean, as long as they're doing a really thorough investigation, I'm not necessarily seeing a downside to this. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's thorough, as long as it's not like some like four question fucking little thing you have to answer. You know, if it's like a real investigation, I, I think I'd be fine with that. Sure. I yeah. I don't care. World's overpopulated anyway. Fully agree with that. Well, not anymore. COVID took care of a bunch of it, but everyone's mad about that. <laughs> Last year, the world was overpopulated. What are we going to do? We're all going to die. <laughs> well, nature has a way. Remember? That's what Buddy said in fucking... Uh... uh Jurassic Park, nature has a way. Nature That's finds right. a way. Nature always finds a way. Um, <laughs> it does. COVID cured our overpopulation program. Oh, not nowhere near did it even come close to curing anything. It helped. But everyone's mad about it. Anyway. I'm not. <laughs> I like how uh, Trump's just like, now he's just sweeping away. Like, don't worry about COVID. <laughs> he's immortal to it it's all good he's like don't let COVID ruin your life cause it's fine I got it I'm fine I've got it and five days later I am cured I am immortal I can't be stopped <laughs> he's amazing <laughs> but the the sad thing is now he knows the truth he's had it now he knows yeah that it's exactly what Eric says it is me and Trump should have a talk <laughs> It would be a five-minute conversation, and you'd be replacing Pence as the VP. I think <laughs> you're right. And I might do a complete 180 on everything I believe in just to work for Trump. Who knows? Lord knows you get paid well, <laughs> providing he actually pays you. Yeah, he doesn't pay anybody. That's, that's why he's rich. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant man, that Trumpy. <laughs> Best thing that happened to America. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it's apparently the same people that were in Portland are now in Alberta doing the same thing. Yep. We've got a whole Canadian <laughs> contingent of Antifa. 
which uh, you should change your name, dumbasses. You're in Canada now. But anyway, um, uh, just saying, we could we could be expecting some good fun, some good Trump protest style fun right here in our own backyards. <laughs> Yay! Looking forward to that. <laughs> Uh, where are we at here? We are just approaching the one hour mark. Yeah. Still got lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I, I have a couple of news things I wanted to bring up too, but they can wait for a minute. I just got, I want to get this next one off because this is just, I mean, wow. This was those wow factors. Um, let's see if it says when. It doesn't say when it happened. Um, well, it's this woman. And fuck, I'll even give her name. Her name is Elvita Ab Adams. Um, she got up into, she was in the um, Empire State Building, and she got up to the 86th floor and wanted to commit suicide. So she jumped off the Falcon balcony. Cool. Well, she got blown back on the 85th floor. So one floor and the gust of wind pushed her right back onto the fucking next floor and she landed and she survived. She did have a, she, she had a fractured hip. That sucks for her. That's, I mean, so it goes to show it just because the building is super tall doesn't mean you're going to fall faster or make your target. (laughs) You got to factor wins people. (laughs) So was she stoked? Most of them are stoked. Most of them regret it. They say, or was, yeah, um, was she bummed out and she try again or what? No, she didn't try again. So I'm assuming she she took it as a sign and uh, and uh, continued her life from that point forward. What a sign that wind travels funny in a tunnel? How do you not know this? <laughs> I mean, all of New York is just tunnels. That's all it is. Exactly. It's a, yeah, it's probably windy all the time. Shitty uh, breezeway style yeah. winds. <laughs> um, how do you how, like? Does nobody watch Bill Nye ever? No, nope. or any other <laughs> elementary school fucking science show? How <laughs> dumb are people? <laughs> Fuck. Um, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I like. It's great. Good. I'm glad you lived or whatever. If you are, I am sure. Um, I just it baffles me that people don't know things about stuff. It happened on December 2nd, 1979. She lost her job. She was 29 years old, was living off of $100 welfare checks. Couldn't pay her rent. The landlord was threatened to evict her and her 10-year-old son. So in a deep depression, not knowing what to do, she found herself on top of the building and jumped. Well, that's going to help your son out a lot. She's much better with you <laughs> dead. <laughs> there have been over 30 suicide attempts. Um... Most of them have been successful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, the very first one happened the year it was completed. So in 1931, when it was completed, that same year, um, or just before, I should say, a guy jumped uh, from the 58th floor. Was that before or after King King Kong fucked it up? Uh, That was after, or sorry, before. Good, good. Yeah, they yeah. drained Niagara Falls one time, and they found a bunch of bodies in there, too. Um, there's also another lady by the name of Evelyn McHale. Um, she was dubbed as the most beautiful suicide because she wore those pearls and gloves, and she landed on top of a limousine. Nice. And a guy actually, a student photographer actually had took the picture, and uh, 
it's I mean, holy fuck, the whole roof is the, I'm staring at the picture, the whole roof is smashed right in and Oh yeah. No man, she looks pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> as fucked up as that is. <laughs> yeah, if you get if you get that picture before the rigor mortis uh lets go. Yeah. They don't look bad. Once that rigor <laughs> ends though and they all your fluids come running out and stuff, you don't look so good anymore. <laughs> Oh man, that's just funny. <laughs> uh, it's not really... like the movies, kids. If you've never seen them, they don't look like they do on TV. You don't walk in on a body and it looks like all nice, and you hug it and cry. They're gross. Bodies are gross. Um, I will say this about this lady, the lady, the um, Elvita Adams, who jumped and survived. Um, apparently when she was in the hospital, she said that, uh, all I remember is the pain. I was in so much pain. I wasn't afraid. She's also quoted as saying, I'm not sure if the wind pushed me back or pushed me off. The wind pushed so it'd be funny me. if the oh. wind, if the wind sucked her off on the one floor, then pushed her back on the one below. <laughs> that would suck if you're up there and you're having second thoughts and then the wind blew you over anyway. <laughs> Uh, there's actually no record of anything that happened with her after there because it's unclear what happened to her after she was saved decades later in 2011 a one woman play was produced uh, was uh, yeah produced title I've been Elvita um, Adams it was an offbeat play speculating off the idea that after her attempt to end her life she went on to become a stand up comic (laughs) that uh, it's possible (laughs) It's very possible. I mean, like, you know, face it. Comics have uh, sick fucking senses of humor, so I wouldn't be uh, overly surprised. If you're going to commit suicide, at least jump out the 23rd floor. Do it like... Yeah. Be, like, to, to honor a good book while you do it. <laughs> I always remembered the story in New York of this guy who had... Uh, he had attempted suicide, like, something like eight or nine times previously each time clearly was unsuccessful yeah um so finally he made this declaration um in a note where he was going to uh jump off a building and land on the street below and he was very specific about landing on this street and having it in front of everybody well he did commit suicide he did jump off the building but he didn't die because he hit the pavement he died because as a bus was going by, the bus hit him <laughs> just before he landed. <laughs> no, so in front of the bus, and bam, technically still fucked it up, but <laughs> you probably don't have this answer. But was he ever prosecuted? Because suicide, committing suicide is actually illegal. Uh, this happened in the 70s. I don't know if it was still illegal back then. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. But yeah, absolute genius. So I just thought, just remember that going. The guy who committed suicide and finally hit the, he finally does commit suicide, but yet still not as he planned. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I could uh, never try it, but I, it would be really bad if you did and it didn't work. That's pretty much like you don't get lower than that. I would think emotionally. Uh, yeah, no, that's that. No, I don't think. 
you either go so dead emotionally at that point, or you go the opposite way and you think that you're a god, therefore, like, you're never going to die. That would probably happen to me. Yeah, that would be my thing, too. I mean, that's face it. That's pretty much what happened to me anyways. Well. <laughs> Try to kill myself, gun jammed. All right, fuck it. I'm invincible. <laughs> when I, uh, when I beat my MRSA there, I was just like, hell yeah. Right? That's two for two, <laughs> cancer and MRSA. Oh, I can take it all. <laughs> I pretty much can. And not in like the George Burns or George Burns, Mr. Burns kind of way. Monty Burns, I guess I meant. Um, (laughs) I just, I really think like I'm going to die on my own terms and that's it. (laughs) It will be Uh, probably a stupid way, but, but it'll be (laughs) self cause. It will be suicide. I don't mean that. I just mean, it'll be something stupid that I'm doing that will kill me. It's not going to be like COVID. Yeah, no. I'm the same way. I think my death will either be absolutely spectacular or it'll be like, that's what killed him. <laughs> really? Yeah. That the fat man choked on a little peanut and died from it. Really? That's what killed him. You know I could I mean? see that. <laughs> oh, it's just funny. <laughs> hey, do you know that at McDonald's, you can actually get a McDonald's gold card. I think I did know that. Uh, that gives you free food for life. That's not a gift. Not really. Um, some of its members, you have uh, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, are two of them. Well, it's a good thing because I know those guys can't afford food. <laughs> right. I mean, let's let's give free food to people who have more money than everybody. I mean, like, <laughs> it makes perfect sense if you. Don't um, but it. there is one. Uh, there is. Yeah, well, I mean, because neither of them probably ever eat it anyway, so it's a perfect idea. Um, well, there is another man with a gold card. Um, his name is Charles Ramsey. Um, he was at um, he was sitting at um, at a McDonald's uh, eating his Big Mac, and he ditched his Big Mac, his half eaten Big Mac, and rescued three kidnapped women. And so, as a reward, um, McDonald's said, "You get to eat here for life for free." He ditched his Big Mac? Ditched, yeah. He said, I'm not finishing this. I'm going to go and save these women first. Wow. Uh, thank you, McDonald's, for latching on to that little nugget. <laughs> I, <laughs> nugget. <laughs> I, I don't think, uh, you know, that's not a that's not a difficult bridge to gap there, or a gap to bridge. Like, I'm, I'm going to, I could save these women, or I could eat this disgusting sandwich. Hmm. <laughs> I could be a hero, or I could have indigestion. Let's see what I feel like. Like, well, you got to you got to factor in. Chances are, he wasn't the only person there, which means everybody else sided with the big. Mac. Everybody else chose the big Mac. That's right. So, and it would have to be Burger King before it was even a question for me. Oh God, I love Burger King. I really do so much. I'm so, I'm so happy that Milton doesn't have a Burger King. I'd be there all the time. Milton doesn't have a Burger King. How do you even call yourselves a town? No, we do not. We've got three McDonald's, (laughs) five Subways, fourteen Tim Hortons. No wonder everybody there is angry all the time. Two A and W's, a Wendy's, uh, Harvey's. I would trade twenty seven of the restaurants you just listed. For one, <laughs> one Burger King. Oh, I'm totally on board with that. Why do you Absolutely. need? A, why do you need 14 Tim Hortons? 
Dude, like, I'm serious. Milton Treat has... 12 of those for a fucking Burger King. I would be more... It's the same that. corporation, for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, when you get the combo restaurants, like the ones that are like half KFC, half Taco Bell, or half Wendy's, half Tim Hortons. Those are Love the it. bomb. Those are the best when you're traveling. Oh, I don't think there's a Burger King one. Not, not. I've never seen one, but same company. They could do it. But those half Wendy's, half Tim Hortons, those are great. Yo, I love them. Absolutely love them. I and and the hot half Taco Bell, half KFC, because who doesn't want just like some popcorn chicken and a burrito? Oh, my like, God. I don't eat the KFC anymore. I can't. Uh, I was I, there earlier today. <laughs> I, know, I know my boycott is very directly affecting them. I know they care <laughs> very much. For every little meal that Eric doesn't eat, I will eat two. <laughs> You're kind of crapping on my protest there, but that's cool. <laughs> I'd love KFC. Just Although, for the record, tomorrow. though, like I'll like my if I'm gonna go get like that fried chicken thing, I will go to KFC and get their chicken, but I will go to Mary Brown to get their fucking wedges. How have you not had a double down yet? I still haven't had one. That's weird. Do they not? It serve is them? weird. I actually have not seen them advertised here in Milton. That's Weird. one in Milton. Yeah, so we might not have it. The only I only ever saw them the one time at Metrotown was the only place I could get them. And uh, I only the ever one had up the street in, in Lon, on Lonsdale had one. Oh, had did it. they? I never went in there. I never There's went a guy that Lonsdale. works there that is amazing. He he he's just the way he does his job. It's just he he fucks with people. Uh, he. What does he call? Um, do you need uh, sleeve savers instead of calling them napkins? And everybody gets confused, and I always giggle because I know what he means. Um, but he's just—he's just—I don't know something about the guy. He's just really fucking funny. I just—I just go in there just for the company because guy's fucking awesome. Yeah, unless I accidentally <laughs> got dropped off there by mistake or something, I never went up Lonsdale. That hill is way too fucking steep for me to even oh. consider. If that was the only KFC and I would never eat at KFC again cuz there's nothing getting me up that hill past third. Oh man. Living on 19th and walking up to um what's that bar? Queens, the Queens something. Queens Crotch. <laughs> what's it called? It was the Queens, the Queens Crotch. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, this is right the Queens Crotch. That's it. <laughs> But yeah, man, you walk up there, have a fucking couple of beers, and you go to walk down. You're like, oh my god, I'm gonna get home in like eight seconds. <laughs> Just lean forward and let gravity take you. The Queen's <laughs> crotch, that place there. The pitchers were like twenty six bucks or something. Yeah, the food was really good though. I wouldn't I know. Really I could never afford it because the beer was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't go there for cheap things. That's for, I used that's to go there sure. a lot because back when uh, Wi-Fi was still a rare commodity, they had really good Wi-Fi there. So I used to actually go there quite a bit to use their Wi-Fi. That was back yeah. when like not everywhere had it. Like It was a rare thing. Um, only very select places had it. So you just order a pint and sit there all day. That's That's, huh. that's just that. That was many, many years ago. But puppies were the <laughs> oldest animals. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know Nicholas, Nicholas Tesla? I've heard the name. You've heard the name? Well, so he didn't have a whole lot of money for most of his life. 
um, every like he himself was very pretty much broke. Every penny he had and everything else went into his creations. Um, but uh, one of the funny things was that he was uh, known for because uh, he had done it uh, a couple of times. Um, he was staying at a hotel, and when his hotel bill was like overdue, he ended up giving the people that worked there a box that contained a death beam. <laughs> so he gave them basically gave them a fucking laser, and he said, "Don't open the box because it's dangerous." But they actually kept the box. They took it as payment, and the hotel kept it. <laughs> Jesus, what's that? And worth? the best thing is, and they never did open it. They just thought, "Holy shit, Nicholas Tesla, Tesla gave us something." Um, they never did open it. But when it was rediscovered and opened years later, the only thing it contained was a bunch of old, harmless electrical parts. Flat <laughs> out scammed them. <laughs> I could see Elon doing that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Although he is not broke by any means. No. Oh, it's just funny. That is funny. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. That's <laughs> uh, just what I like. <laughs> um, you know, since we're going through the pandemic, well, I mean, I don't know what. No, there's no point. I was say the world's biggest pandemic that ever happened is the one that happened in America. The one that happened in America, like the one that's in 1918. Oh, 1918. No. Well, that wasn't just America. It started in America. That was all over the damn place. Yep. I was uh, very, very bad in Winnipeg, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, killed a hundred, over a hundred million people. And for some stupid reason, people think that they think they can compare what we're going through now to that. No, we can't. It's uh, I, I, I'm glad that stopped, or at least it subsided to a certain degree. In the beginning of COVID, that was really retarded. Well, in 1918, yeah, in 1918, a lot of stupid shit. Shut up. <laughs> no. It was 1918. Fucking weird thing. My God. Why would you compare anything to 1918 and think they did stuff better? <laughs> You know how we talked about where um, um, uh, what's his name has a tarantula named after him? Uh, who the fuck was that again? Oh, um, um, oh Jesus! Uh, someone stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. Who it was, was it Steven Seagal? No, no. Yeah, it was, it was a, an actor. It was like a, a horror movie guy or something, wasn't it? I can't remember, um, but there's him. But then the old Steve Irwin had the snail. You're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. We talked about the snail. Well, we can add David David Hasselhoff to the list. Oh God, what was he having a fucking half-eaten hamburger named after? <laughs> no, it's a deep. It's called the deep sea hoff crab. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and it's they named it that. You'll love this because it has a dense covering setae, which is hard bristles on its shell. And it looks like David Hasselhoff's hairy chest. That is, I was just going to say, is it discovered <laughs> exclusively in his chest hair? <laughs> I mean, you know, David Hasselhoff literally has crabs named after him. I mean, like, what does that tell you? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's just perfect. Of course. <laughs> I would not be, like, flattered by that. I'm sure he is. That would Oh, yeah, me. I'm sure he loves it. 
Like, don't they have to ask you before they name something after you? Yes, absolutely. You have to get your permission. Yeah. Yeah. So I somebody would, asked him, and he's like, fuck yes. I would be like, well, yeah, some I would crabs too. after me. I would too, actually. I'd be like, yeah. Name that the gourds. <laughs> right? Like, like seriously, you, you know me pr- quite well. What would, if if you could choose something that would be like, okay, this is what I'm going to name after Gord, what would it be? Oh, obviously, Potato Racer. Perfect. <laughs> That's genius, actually. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend was just talking about that because um, she made, like, she tried my, the, my, my mashed potatoes on the first time I made them, and she's like, they're just so creamy. I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking Potato Racer, baby. And, um, we were shooting the shit um, uh, today, actually, and we were just talking about potatoes and like making mashed potatoes and stuff. She was like, "So when we move in together, like, are you like, do do, do I get the potato rice or does that come with you?" I'm like, You're "Fucking right, it does. <laughs> That's one of the bonuses." Because <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of else to offer, but <laughs> yeah, it's not like a. They're, they're not like I had to think about that. That was a, that would be the first thing. If I had to name something the gourd. Love that fucking tool so much. I know. <laughs> I know. That's long uh, before the show. That's that's a old conversation. That was a back when we worked together conversation. Yep. That's why that. That's why it just came right out. Like, yep, I know. <laughs> I know the answer to this. There's so many people who claim they know me that would never have guessed that. <laughs> well, well done, sir. Thank you. <laughs> um, did you know that it is? Um, there's actually a law in place where it is illegal to die in the House of Parliament. What? Yeah. Is the law is in the, the, the law is in place because. British House of Parliament. Anyone who <laughs> the law is in place because anyone who dies is entitled to a state funeral. Oh, that makes sense. Um, it has officially been voted as the most ridiculous law by the British citizens. Oh, I would think so. <laughs> Especially since like British parliamentarians are all 112. I don't think you're yeah. even allowed to run for British Parliament <laughs> until you turn 100. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, stupid. funny <laughs> there's a lot of stupid laws we did we, we did a stupid law episode on here i think yeah i think but, that needs to be revisited that wouldn't be bad there's <laughs> some ridiculous ones in canada yeah i'm sure we did i think it was on canada day actually we did stupid canadian laws that was when we discovered the uh horse um and when you're when you first arrive in what is it when you first arrived in vancouver you were issued a horse I uh, know what it was was if was you got that? kicked out of the province of Alberta. Ah, if you get banned from the province of Alberta, they still have to give you a horse and three days food. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> they just never bothered to. That's like a seventy-five thousand dollar deal. Now I'll take that. Right. To get not, the right horse, give me more. To never go back to Alberta, no problem. <laughs> I'm going to show up just to get banned. <laughs> just give me the horse and keep the food. That's a good deal. Uh, ride um, it until it's no good no more and eat it. <laughs> you know, according to research, 
everybody has up to six doppelgangers. Sure. But there is only a 9% chance that you'll ever meet any one of them. That's fair. There you go. Um, Six people running around that look just like you. And it could be either sex. Because there are female versions that could look exactly like you as well. Sure. That's why I don't believe it. Like, even if I did believe in the whole soulmate thing, it's like, probably met her, probably pissed her off. She's probably gone. (laughs) (laughs) There's no, like, waiting for your soulmate. No. Could have come and gone in grade one for all you know. Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't doubt the doppelganger thing. I know we just have talked very recently. We both have one that we're aware of. Um, It would be cool, like 9%. That's kind of disheartening. I would like to meet several of them. They're good-looking fellas. I think we should have a club. Right. (laughs) I would just, I think it'd be neat to see a doppelganger of like a different race of, of oneself. Oh, I love pointing those out. I just saw, who did I just see? Uh, oh, yeah, I saw Black Nori. I got a very, very good friend, Nori Wentworth, here in Kelowna. Um, his band just put on an album, Proper Man. Um, check them out. They're fantastic. Anyway, yeah. I saw Black Nori the other day, and it was brilliant. <laughs> the guy walked like him. He looked exactly like him, but he was just like black. And like like Africa black, like like a struck match kind of black. Uh, That's very, very crazy. Black. And but just exact identical to Nori. I've never seen like one of me, another another version of me. But I would love it. Like Chinese Eric, he's probably hilarious. <laughs> I would love to run into communist Chinese Eric. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> it would be weird to run into one of your doppelgangers and then you don't like them. Like you just hate each other. <laughs> that guy's an asshole. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's something about the looks of him I don't like. <laughs> he's exactly you, dude. Nah, he's a cunt. Yeah, he's exactly you, dude. <laughs> like I'd like to, I'd like to meet my like Hong Kong version of Gord. I think that'd yeah, be fun. right. That would be, be awesome. Samoan Eric would be rad. <laughs> Inuit Gord. Inuit Gord. Oh, I <laughs> love that guy. That should be a toy. That should be a kid's toy. I fucking love Inuit Gord. That should be a fucking, who is it, Hasbro? No, who makes Barbie? Uh, Hasbro. Mattel. Yeah. Mattel. Put out a, I, I want Inuit Gord. That's just good, clean fun. He comes with his own seal club. I That's love great. it. I like Inuit Gord. I'm, I'm making Inuit Gord tonight. I'm glad I didn't give up my laptop. <laughs> Um, this, this next one's really, I find this next one's quite interesting. Um, a few, a few few years ago, um, um, the, uh, Russian, uh, researchers had collected a bunch of worms, uh, five specifically from the permafrost of the Arctic. And when they, um, of the sorry, uh, among there's 300 that they that they ended up collecting. Of the 300, while they were defrosting them for analysis in 2018, two of them actually started moving and eating. Oh yeah. One of the worms was 32,000 years old. The other one was 41,700 years old. Yeah, that that happens. Things do that. Um, <laughs> look at the, look at the brine shrimp. 
Brine shrimp can yeah. do that. That's otherwise known as the sea monkey. <laughs> Remember those in comic books? <laughs> I had some in, in, not too long ago, actually. And how disappointing was that when they started moving around? You needed a magnoscope to fucking see it. <laughs> oh, I had the little tank that had the magnifying glasses on the side. <laughs> so you nice. could see them. But I, I I, thought they would like to like watch the traffic go by. So I put them in my window <laughs> and essentially boiled them. <laughs> Because there's magnifying glasses on the side of the fucking tank. <laughs> and I stuck them in my sunshiny window so they could watch the cars go around. Every time they fucking swam past it. Yeah, they all just essentially... I, I, I boiled them. There was one, he had a weird like growth on his head. He looked like, It kind of looked like two sea monkeys. Like he, he had like a weird tumor or he was a Siamese twin or something. And that fucker just refused to die. He just swam alone. I think he ate all the other ones and just swam alone. For... <laughs> I just finally threw him out. <laughs> that was that's, so that's not as recent as I make it sound. That was about 1998. I think I did that. <laughs> um, I felt really bad when I found out that I killed them all. See, I didn't. I remember. Um, but that's it. You guys, the... Just real quick before, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the brine shrimp, it's actually an Australian shrimp that uh, if it's if its water source dries up, it just sort of hibernates until it gets wet again, and then it, it reanimates. Um, just like these worms Gord's describing, where they probably a similar situation where they just freeze and then they just swim, they're, they're back. Yay! Um, <laughs> it's a very cool... Uh, defense mechanism we don't have it because once we freeze ice shatters our cells and we die that's why cryogenics don't work yeah um it breaks down the cells very neat thing that that certain fish have or and apparently worms i didn't know worms but makes sense because they're as gross as fish (laughs) um you know, speaking of fish, when I was younger, we used to go to the the Milton Fall Fair, and um, they used to have that game where you threw the ping pong ball. If it landed in the fishbowl, you got the fishbowl with the fish in it. Yeah, you don't. They don't um, do that anymore. Yeah, well, I, I used to go there and win like five of them, and I'd bring all five fucking fishbowls home, and I'd stick them in random cupboards in the in the house, <laughs> just like stuff them in behind things, and just throw a loaf of bread on top, and then just close the cupboard and forget about it for like a month. <laughs> also, my mom like something stinks in here. <laughs> yeah, that's Oops. why they don't do that anymore. Because <laughs> the kids like me. <laughs> Most of those fish didn't make it home that day. They just died right there at the carnival. That's right. Yep, chucked in the garbage bin or drunkenly eaten by fucking teenagers. <laughs> and then people like Peta and all the the fish. They're hurting their feelings. <laughs> That lasts no. for a minute. No, you're not. <laughs> um, um, stupid Peter. My last fact here. Um, you know, kids take notice, or for that record, don't. Uh, maybe not, not. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, there's um, a 12 year old French boy who actually once faked his own kidnapping just to get out of going to the dentist. Oh, I would for sure. Good on you. Um, totally yep, he was found him. in a village a hundred miles from his home, 
uh, he lied to police and said he had been kidnapped. Uh, even going so far as describe the kidnapper's distinctive cheek scar. Nicely done. <laughs> Atta boy. Details. I like it. After the police searched for a month and re-questioned the boy, he confessed to faking it uh, to get out of the dentist appointment. That's awesome. <laughs> well done, kid. Well done. <laughs> that would have been better if he came back and his cover story was he had gotten a job at a toy company in New York. <laughs> and he was big. <laughs> it's just funny just keep it going like at that point when you get that's when you start piling the lies on when you when you know that your your bluff has been called and they know you're bullshitting that's when you just like i don't confess that's when my stories just get worse and more elaborate i'm like fuck if i'm going down (laughs) i'm going down in a blaze of glory (laughs) it's gonna be spectacular you can hear bon jovi playing in the background (laughs) <laughs> as i lie and lie and lie <laughs> you know it's I, I do the same thing there's no getting around it i definitely would he did terrible things to me <laughs> oh yeah oh all kinds of just start <laughs> just fucking turn into uh Kevin Spacey and the usual suspects. I'm just picking shit off the walls and making up stories about them. <laughs> I'll keep you going all day. Till you just give up. Till you don't even remember what you're mad at me for. You just like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Just get the fuck out. I'll just confuse the <laughs> shit out of you until you don't remember why I'm in trouble. And you just, okay, whatever. Just shut up. Please just stop talking. What <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But good kid, oh, I like you, good. kid, very much. That's, That's my new favorite kid. You get a pen if you email us. GwynethPaltrowsVagina <laughs> at gmail.com. I'll give you a pen. You can and I'm write... even going to throw in a fucking toothbrush for you, you little bugger. That's there you great. go. Because <laughs> he skipped going to the dentist. That's awesome. That's right. <laughs> I like that. We should have Eric and Gord toothbrush. I'll write that down. Toothbrush is next. I'm... I might brush my teeth if we have them. I just was given a free pen with our name on it. Um, the pen company that we got our pens from sent me a free sample of one that, that they would like us to invest in. I think I might. Oh. I quite like it. It's got four colors, which I always thought those were stupid, but this one's quite nice. I'm just still dying to get mine. I want it so badly. I want our fucking pen. So uh, I'm going to gloss over our news stories real quick. I just, there, there are two that aren't that interesting, but they're just kind of neat to me. Um, I know you, you're, you're finished up, right? With your facts. Yeah, I am done with my facts. Uh, I like those. Those are some good facts tonight. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, you have facts to share or you want more facts or less facts. A good place to get some great Eric and Gord facts is go to Quora. If you don't have Quora, if you're not familiar with Quora, go to Quora and look me up. Eric Hunt, um, I've been very active on it again recently, uh, just stating facts, giving truths. Uh, people love, ask questions. Love, love Quora. I answer the questions <laughs> um, properly with the truth answer. I get a lot properly of requests. With the truth answer. That's right. I get a lot of requests in a day for my answers. Um, 
I'm not going to go over them now. Anyway, go to Quora if you want some American Gourd facts, or just email us, GwynethPaltrowsVagina at gmail.com. We will answer all your burning questions. Um, so here's just a couple of things I found in the news that I thought were really cool. One I think is really cool, and one I think is really uncool. Um, the uncool story being that uh, Christopher Skye and his wife... This just very recently, I don't know the date, unfortunately, I don't have it in front of me, but they're the first people um, actually charged under Canada's Quarantine Act. They oh. vi- they violated the 14-day self-isolation or self-quarantine uh, rules and uh, they were arrested and charged. Hmm. So, so they had traveled to, I don't, I forget where they traveled to, but they traveled to somewhere and then they came back to Canada, and they were told to quarantine, and they didn't. And now they are criminals because they didn't quarantine. So there you go. Welcome to Canada, our free country with such great civil rights laws. <laughs> what do they call it? New World Order? Fucking craziness. Absolutely Man, bullshit. Nuts. So wow. I would I would like this to become um, a horrible thing. That we protest, but I doubt it would. Uh, I doubt it will. I doubt anything will come of it. Oh, that was the most recent one. They said, uh, "Do you think? Uh, <laughs> do you think um, COVID nineteen is the wrath of God?" If it is, God's a pussy. And I said, <laughs> "I definitely think the effects of COVID nineteen are just as lethal as anything in the Bible." <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's a that that answer is literally could be written in the Bible because it's so aloof. <laughs> yeah, depends on which way you sway is where that is. See, see, Eric thinks that it's deadly because you know the Bible is deadly. It is no. equally as deadly as <laughs> I am as scared of COVID nineteen as I am of anything in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so take that to mean what you want. Oh yeah, and then there's another. Would would, would the U.S. intervene if someone invaded Canada? Like obviously not, because the only one who's going to invade Canada is the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't intervene themselves. <laughs> They're the only ones dumb enough to try. We already kicked your ass twice, bitches. Come on, bring it on. <laughs> um, we got. We got the best snipers on the planet, so... uh, (laughs) We also have 90% of our country that's uninhabitable that we can hide in, and you can't make it through. You just die looking for us. Anyway, I love you. Yeah, but the the only thing is, is right now, if we started going north, so many Canadians right now don't know how to big igloos because they didn't, you know, they didn't have that as a kid here. No, and that's why we need Inuit Gord as an educational tool for kids. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Y'all go get a sign. First thing you get to get a sign is those little fucking building blocks, the little plastic blocks that you can make your own fucking igloos. First thing. That should be Saturday morning cartoons. Inuit Gord. (laughs) Remember when cartoons used to teach you shit? They weren't like Toopy and Beanu. They were made sense and they taught you stuff. Yeah. Captain Planet. (laughs) The raccoons. The raccoons. uh, They all had a lesson in them. So would Inuit Gord. Yeah, <laughs> and it would teach you how to club baby seals and and build an igloo. Two so life properly, skills that we all need. 
Exactly. We, I teach you how to do it properly. Yeah, the one last story I wanted to bring up, a new online casino open in Canada. It's not a Canadian company, but it's an online casino. And in Canada, you can actually gamble for real and not like America. Yeah. Um, so this Europa is the name of this casino. They open in what their big uh, grand opening gimmick was, was they would give $240 to, they would put it in your account. If you deposited $10 into your account, they would give you $240 to gamble with. Now, a little misprint on the website actually promised $2,400 to everyone who paid $10 to join. (laughs) So it cost the company $700,000 before they found out the mistake. Oh, no. Uh, Canadian CEO Peter Newstead was immediately fired. And, and this is why math is important, people. Canadian gambling laws are so tight and so not casino friendly that there is absolutely nothing they can do to recoup the $700,000 that's been lost. <laughs> so that's just a uh, um, an expensive mistake for people <laughs> in the casino business. Don't come to Canada and fuck around. <laughs> it's a very, very big oops. Um, that That's as bad as that fucking one company that uh, accidentally were supposed to release 58,000 shares uh, for... Um, no, they're supposed to release, release one share for $58,000, but instead they released 58,000 shares for a dollar apiece. That's awesome. <laughs> company lost like 40-something like million dollars. Amazing. <laughs> Um, so I just, I just love stories like that. They're, they just make me happy. $700,000 lost. And the people get to like a, anyone who has that money in their account, they're just allowed to gamble away with it. Um, there's nothing the casino can do. So everyone got like $2,000 more than they were supposed to. That's and one lady so already cool. won a $75,000 jackpot off of it. Just to add insult to injury. <laughs> Um, <laughs> good stuff. I love it. That's great. Casinos are the devil. I don't care when anything bad happens to any of them. Nope. Um, <laughs> Not at all. And I'm a shitty gambler. So. <laughs> really? Shocking. What? Something that involves money that you're not good at? Hmm. Strange. <laughs> Strange. Okay. Uh, and with my luck, like you would, I'm a casino's dream. Uh, here's something I found today that I thought was really neat and we can end on this because I can tell you're getting tired that's your tired laugh yep (laughs) Uh, I always know when Gord's tired because I'm instantly a lot funnier Um, that's how we know it's time to end the show (laughs) Uh, but I thought this would be interesting this would be fun for both of us Uh, the 20 greatest GNR songs Ranked by Kerrang! Magazine. I thought that would be neat to end the show on 20 of the greatest Guns N' Roses songs. Ranked in order. So we're going to start with what, 20 and make our way up to one? We're going to work our way up to one. I don't agree with most of these. This song I don't even know. It's called There Was a Time. It is from Chinese Democracy, and that's why we don't know it. Yep. There Was a Time. I'm sure I've heard it. I have Chinese Democracy somewhere. I have it too. I just have it. Uh, number 19, 
Coma from Use Your Illusion 1. I think Coma should be higher on that list. I'm quite fond of that song. Oh, that's a bit of a masterpiece, that one. That's a really good song. Um, number 18, Breakdown from Use Your Illusion 2. Not my favorite. Uh, no, number... but I actually really like the video for that song. Number 17, Right Next Door to Hell, again from 2. Yeah. Number 16, Out to Get Me from Appetite for Destruction. I think that could be higher, too, actually. Oh, it's a great song. Yeah. Number 15, for our Terminator 2 fans, You Could Be Mine. <laughs> Love that song. That's a great song because you're way yeah. out of line with your bitch slap rapping in your cocaine tongue. <laughs> you get nothing done. That's right. <laughs> Fuck. It. And just for the record, by the way, that's also a little known fact with that one. That's also the only uh, video that Guns N' Roses ever did where Slash is not playing his signature uh, Gibson SG. Don't remember. Rem- Gibson. Um, uh, Gibson. Um, it was an, um, oh, it's not an SD. It's uh, Les Paul. Yeah. Les Paul. Yep. So there you go. He's playing a BC Rich. Remember every lyric to Use Your Illusion 2. Don't remember my fucking sin number half the time. But I remember <laughs> all the lyrics to Use Your Illusion 2. So true. <laughs> number 14 on the list Civil War. It's not a, a bad song. tune. I could live her. I could do with or without. I don't care. It's not a bad tune. It's not their best. Uh, number 13, one that I think belongs way higher on the list, Mr. Brownstone. Oh, great song. From Appetite for Destruction. I used to yeah. do a little, but a little wouldn't do it, so a little got more and more. Fuck, I love that song. Yeah. Number 12, Patience from Lies. Um, Just immortalized by Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell's only number one hit as a solo artist. Is <laughs> the cover of Patience? The cover oh. of Patience is his first song to hit number one. Now, obviously, that's because he's dead, but mm-hmm. um, that's what happens. You get dead, and your shit gets more famous. That's right. It's <laughs> never been my favorite song. It's not a bad song. I don't like the Cornell version. No, no disrespect to the man. I'm a very, very big fan. I don't. I his. It's there's nothing special about it, and it just seems unnecessary to me. Uh, Patience was the very first song I ever attempted to learn on the uh, guitar. Oh, you lie. It was House of the Rising Sun like everybody else. Nope. Um, it was not. It was Patience. Number 11 on I, the list, It's So yeah. Easy. Again, kind of a throwaway song for me is filler. Yeah, but, I would have put that a little like a little lower on the list. Trade Places with Brownstone on that one. Um, yeah. Number 10, Locomotive from User Losing 2. Again, filler. Don't care. Yeah. Number nine, My Michelle. Oh. Absolutely right where it belongs. Great song. Yeah. Uh, number eight, you're going to see the illusions drop off and appetite creep up in the top ten yeah. here. Uh, number eight, Sweet Child of Mine. That, That's surprising. I'm surprised it would. It didn't. I I thought for sure that would have been number one. Great story behind that song. Just the inception of that song. I just heard Slash tell the story the other day because he didn't like it. No, he wrote that little guitar thing, but it was just like a, he was just noodling it, and 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 he didn't know Axel was listening, and Axel wrote the lyrics while while Slash was just fucking around in his living room. But Axel, but Axel actually hated that guitar riff. He knew it was going to be good, but he hated it, and he would always tell Slash to not play it. Um, play the rest of the song. Quit playing that fucking riff. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. Number seven. Don't cry. Not surprising, but disappointing. I that was the first GNR song I learned on guitar. Oh, was it Don't really? Cry. Yeah. Mm. Rocket Queen was mine. 
uh, that we're coming up on that. Number six, November Rain. I I don't care what anybody says about November Rain. I like it. I'm trying to learn it on the piano right now. It's very, very intensely difficult. Just oh, a ridiculous song. The solo is so good. It's it's pound for pound. It's a great song. I don't understand the video. I never will. Nobody I, ever. I don't Video's get why she retarded. died. I still I don't, don't get understand why somebody dove through a wedding cake because it was raining. <laughs> what the hell? And then that's what killed her. Like what? Yeah. What did she? What was in that cake? I don't know. <laughs> it's just so dumb. It makes no sense. But the piano is brilliant. Um, yeah. That's like that's like Beethoven fucking good. Um. And uh, uh, just the guitar, everything. It's an amazing song. Number Dude. five is Night Train. Oh, I love Night Train. Um, yeah, it's actually better than I thought. I, I, at first, I was like, I don't like Night Train. No, I do. It's good. Uh, there's not a bad song on Appetite, in my opinion. No. Uh, number four is Estranged from User Illusion 2. I always liked Estranged. It's again one of those great epic tunes that they did. Yeah, and it was part of a like sort of a trilogy with with uh, November Rain and another. I think it was Coma actually. Was part I think of it that. was Coma? I think you're right. Um, that's where he introduced. And Strange the... was also one of the most expensive videos shot at the time because he rented that giant freighter ship to jump that's off. That's right. I recall yeah. that, and he he debuted his. Uh... British Knights or whatever they were. The Axel yeah. Steaker. <laughs> the Axel fucking Knights. <laughs> you, you don't see the BKs anymore. Nobody rocks the BKs. No, but don't. those were hip as shit at one time. <laughs> Ask your parents, kids. They'll tell you. I used to have a British Knights suit. <laughs> our, our number one the demographic jumpsuit. right now is like 40-year-old guys in India. And they don't know. What I, yeah, kids, ask your parents. <laughs> well, they probably do because they're probably making it for us. Uh, just for gore. <laughs> well done, sir. Fair ball. Fair ball. I love it. Uh, number three is Gord's song, Rocket Queen. I love, I love Rocket Queen. That song. The it, second half of that song is amazing. Oh, isn't I just it? Love it? Just, yeah. a, it makes me sad because that's when you know Appetite is ending. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, um, perfect song to go out on, though. Oh, absolutely. That album's really arranged very, very well. But yeah, Rocket yeah. Queen is awesome. Um, I forget the story behind it, and I don't really care. It's just a good song. Yeah. Number two, one of my favorites at the time, not so much now, but uh, Paradise City, number two. Very heavy, aggressive middle section or the yeah. ending section of that song. Great bass. I think Duff McKagan's probably the most underrated dude in the world. Like because Slash gets so much attention and Axel is yeah, gets so much attention. You don't hear that there is some fucking amazing bass work going on if you just listen. Yeah, it's uh, just amazing. But he he never gets credit. I don't know if it, like he's respected in the music community. I don't know much about how he's viewed, but he is an incredible bass player. And doesn't get enough credit, as far as I'm concerned. Les Claypool gets all the... Fuck you, Les Claypool. You're no Duff McKagan. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, D Duff is great. I mean, guy comes from like a lot of punk band backgrounds. But usually with that, usually you end up having a bit of a shitty bass player. You're either like phenomenally good or really shitty. And yeah. he, uh, he is really fucking good. Phenomenally good. Um, yeah. I didn't realize that until I became a bass player. I didn't. I didn't listen to bass players until I became a bass player, and then I was like, oh, "Okay, 
good <laughs> Maybe shit. Maybe I can do this. <laughs> so Paradise City, number two. Number one, I have to agree with the number no. one greatest Guns N' Roses song of all time. Welcome There's to no the way. jungle. Really? You still think that's the, that's the best one? I don't. Oh, I just love that intro. I love the story behind the title. The intro is amazing. I love that intro. And I just love, like, you cheer. It doesn't matter where you are in the world or what's going on. When you hear, do you know where you are? You're just like, fuck yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> jungle, <who's in>. baby. <laughs> that song catapulted that album to fame. The album was doing pretty badly until they released that video. And it came out at, like, 5 a.m. on MTV. Um, and they that were... song title came from Axl Rose's first trip to California. He, as soon as he stepped off the bus in California down in L.A., uh, as soon as he stepped off the bus, like just like the video, there was this fucking dude standing there. He just yells, do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You're going to die. <laughs> He's just like, what the fuck was that? I'm going to remember that. And he did, and it's still, I fucking love it. Even now, Fat Axel and Fat Slash. We all make fun of Axel. Slash isn't looking much better these days. He's a big <laughs> Fat Slash now. Um, but he comes, when you just hear that, and that guitar just like, and he's, oh, I love it. And then and then Duff comes in with the, like, boo, and the drum, ah. Yeah. That song is what led them to have the title at the time of the most dangerous band in the world. Uh, it was true. Just because it that gets you fucking pumped. I love it. <laughs> Ready to set a building on fire. Oh, here. I, I want to. <laughs> it's, it's a fuck or fight song for me. I don't know when it comes on. I either want to fuck or get in a fight. Like, it doesn't matter which. They both be equally as pleasing <laughs> every time I hear that song. <laughs> Just as fuck equally yeah. violent. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that choke a bitch to song, you know. <laughs> you do not want to uh, be involved in either if that song's playing. <laughs> so I have to agree. With if that. a guy takes you to the bedroom and that song starts playing, go and run away. If you don't know <laughs> "Appetite for Destruction," you can't call yourself a music fan, in my opinion. I mean, that that album was so good that they had to ban the original album cover. I mean, you two, Joshua Tree was just named the. Most important rock album of 1987. I still disagree. I still say it's Appetite. Uh, now, I give Joshua Tree its due credit. I do. I'm not a fan of U2, but Joshua Tree deserves uh, its second best position. Some amazing songs on there. There's no denying it. Um, but I think, it, pound for pound, I would say... Before I move on here, uh, use your illusion, or sorry, Appetite for Destruction is the most important rock album of all time, in my opinion. It killed hair metal. It it led to grunge. It everything good that happened in music in the 20th century happened because of Appetite for Destruction. Um, I would say that's what I yeah say. that's what I'm you saying. Know, I'm I, sticking to it. I have to agree. And I do want to end the show by saying. When I say that, I don't mean any disrespect to Mr. Van Halen. Um, it's a tragic day for guitar lovers. Well, not a day. I guess weekend, I should say. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very sad. Very um, it does suck. It, I was, I, I'm not a fan. I only liked Van Halen with Gary Sharon. <laughs> um, you liar. <laughs> it's the only time I liked Did they him. ever actually release an album with him? I have no idea. I just don't know. Like I just I, thought they maybe just toured with them. I'm not the one to ask. Um, 
but uh, no, of course not. That's terrible. There was just a big fight on the on the Facebook yesterday about who was better, Sammy Hagar or DLR. And I just jumped in like, I can't believe no one's mentioning Gary Sharon right now. <laughs> <laughs> for shame. I said for shame. <laughs> Cause you can oh, have yeah. The- he did, Gary Sharon did a Van Halen 3. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> you could get it at any pawn shop anywhere the day after it you came out. I get them there. <laughs> but very, very sad for Eddie yeah. Van Halen. His guitars are going to be worth more than most countries in the world now. Like, could you imagine what a Van Halen guitar goes for? Oh, now my he's God. He's dead. My God. And I was going to send him ours. Well, yours. I was yeah, gonna sure. I was gonna autograph it and send it to him for his birthday. <laughs> Cause you would think like Eddie Van Halen probably doesn't get a lot of autographed guitars as gifts. No, no, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I thought it would be the perfect <laughs> thing to give him. Especially one that's broken. <laughs> you 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 want my autograph? I love, that's the best thing. If ladies and gentlemen, if you ever meet a celebrity, that's the best thing to ask them. Just be like, so you want my autograph? <laughs> I don't mind. You can just ask. <laughs> it's funny unless it's uh, a it's a celebrity of the whatever sex you happen to be attracted to and then you're just like so you want my phone number <laughs> i've asked many a female celebrity did you know that eddie Do van halen was the original lead singer uh for the first two years of van halen i did know that actually i don't know why from i knew s- that but i did know that from 72 to 74 and you know what? Something that's also kind of strange. The original bass player uh, from Van Halen, who played for that same two years, uh, his name was Mark Stone. He also died this year. Oh, that's sad. There you go. Maybe it, maybe it was like that couples thing where you know one dies and then the other <laughs> one dies right away. Exactly, kill them all right after. <laughs> you never know. That's true. <laughs> I'm sad. Anyway. There you go, kids. Go buy Appetite for Destruction. And, uh, you know, check out Van Halen if you're bored. They're cool. Yeah. Good band. They're going places. I think they'll be big one day. <laughs> they just stick to it. <laughs> um, I always loved when um, when um, when Van Hagar became the thing. Uh, when they did the song Love Walks In, um, Sammy Hagar got in a lot of shit for that. Saying, "Oh, you're fucking bringing in synthesizers and keyboards into Van Halen. What are you? What are you? What are you doing?" He's like, "Okay, look, okay. First of all, that's not me. That's Eddie. Leave me alone." <laughs> yeah, that's fucking Eddie. Okay, and he brought it out in their fucking first album. So shut up. <laughs> I love when people are like, "How dare you try something new, band?" <laughs> How dare you try anything that's not exactly like that one song that I love. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Go away, idiots. Uh, Pearl Jam suffers that every time they put out a new album. Yes, they certainly do. Um, and I'm one of them. <laughs> people are like, how would I, I want just play Freebird, man. <laughs> Just want to hear Freebird. Don't get all crazy with your crazies. It's like doing Dave Matthews ate shit the first time he picked up an electric guitar. Fuck you guys. You think the guy doesn't yeah. own an electric guitar? Like, REM caught shit for that for their, um, what was the album called, Monster? 
Yes, they did. They got so much shit for that because, oh, they're using all these electric guitars. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Monster's a great fucking record. It was a really good. I saw the tour for that album. It was a really good album. Um, What's a frequency can if I... Yeah, right? <laughs> fucking Such a album. great album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just hate that when people are like, oh, you can't bring synthesizers into Van Halen. What are you talking about? Everybody's using synthesizers. It makes perfect sense that Van Halen would want to use a synthesizer. <laughs> You shut up. You're all <laughs> dumb. Every guitar player started off playing the fucking keyboard or piano, so shut up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know. Um, yeah, Nirvana, when they brought in a second guitar player, they ate shit. It's like, fuck off. We're trying to expand. Jesus Christ. That's what music's all about. Well, well all right. This could be a whole other episode. Bad religion. Remember when they came out with a synth pop album? Yeah. Well, that's kind of... <laughs> That fucking killed them. <laughs> yeah, it will. I uh, think that that can happen too. Domo arigato, Mister Roboto. That killed. You're sticks. breaking out. Good. It's time to end this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and just for those that don't know, by the way, the Bad Religion album. It's called Unto the Unknown, and it was their second yes, album. Yes, it is, right. I, it I, is terrible. I only know that because you said it, and it rings a bell. I would have never come up with that on my own. Um, are we doing this tomorrow, <laughs> Mr. Gordon? Yes, we are. Very cool. Um, Gord's going to have some... we got time to make up for. Gord's going to have some facts. I'm going to have some uh, probably news. I want, I want to uh, update on the election thing tomorrow, so we'll do that. And... Um, something else until then <laughs> this has been a lot of fun thanks Gord. until Anytime. tomorrow kids take, take care of each other um if you know how to read um and you think bleach would be tasty please drink it <laughs> indeed <laughs> use a funnel so it gets down faster understood just <laughs> Other than that, be happy. Yeah, do that. <laughs>